Somebody shout hallelujah. It's good for the choir to be smart, but it's better they are anointed. It's good for the choir to be smart because we live in a smart world. The, the, the digital age is about being smart, but it is better to be anointed. This choir this morning, they are not only smart, they are anointed. Hallelujah. If I were to be a lady, I would have put on a hat. Praise God forever. How many people received God's word this morning? They said, everything is changed. Nothing is the same for me. Please stand to your feet. Everything is changed. Everything is changed. Everything is changed. The song said, everything is changed. Nothing is the same. Everything is changed for Toluwalokme. I need you to say that to yourself over and over and over and over and over again because there is power in the words that we speak. Everything is changed. Everything is changed. Everything is changed for you, Toluwalokme. Everything is changed. Nothing is the same. Everything is changed for you, Toluwalokwe. Your health, your family, your ministry, your calling, your job, your business, your children, your grandchildren. Nothing is the same anymore. Nothing is the same anymore. Everything is changed in your hearts, in your hearts, in your muscles, in your bones, in your kidneys, in your womb. Everything is changed. Everything is changed. Nothing is the same. Nothing is the same in your career, in your pursuits, in your goals, over your dreams, over your projects. Everything is changed. Everything is changed. Nothing is the same in your department. Nothing is the same anymore. Everything is changed. Everything is changed in your place of business. Nothing is the same anymore. Everything is changed. Everything is changed. Everything is changed in your family in the midst of turmoil. Everything is changed for it is the season of new beginnings. Everything is changed. Now look at your neighbor. Look at your neighbor. Neighbor, make sure your neighbor is a person of faith. You don't want a neighbor that is not spiritual. You need a neighbor that understands the power of God's word. Does everybody have a neighbor now? If you are neighborless, please look for a neighbor. Neighbor, tell neighbor, everything is changed. Wait, wait. I said neighbor, tell neighbor. And you know how we're going to do that? We're going to do that with some disrespect. Because you'll be pointing at the person. But it is not disrespect as in disrespect to. It is holy disrespect. So point to your neighbor and say, neighbor. I tell you this morning. That everything is changed. And nothing is the same. Ever again. In your life. From this hour. Everything is changed. Everything is changed. Everything is changed. Hallelujah. Question. Let's do review. Let's do review. Were you satisfied with the way your neighbor spoke to you? If you are not satisfied, come to the altar. We'll find you another neighbor. 
Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Everything is changed. Hallelujah. We are not under what they go through. We are people of covenant. There is a cry that is speaking over your voice. There is a cry that is speaking over your life. The cry on the cross concerning you uh, makes you different. How many people were here on Friday? Makes you different. So you are not the same with others. Praise the Lord. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I am not the same with others. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Can we give thanks to the Lord for the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross? Give him thanks and say, Lord Jesus, I'm grateful for your sacrifice for me on the cross. I'm grateful for the pain you bore on the cross. That was me. That was me on the cross. That was my pain on the cross. That was my sorrow on the cross. That was my misery on the cross. That was my shame on the cross. That was my sickness on the cross. That was my poverty on the cross. That was my ill fortune on the cross. You took my place that I might take your place. I'm grateful. For that exchange on the cross, I'm grateful. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There is power mighty in the blood. There is power mighty. In the blood, there is power in the blood of Jesus Christ. There is power in the blood. And so this morning, Lord, we esteem the blood. We esteem the power in the blood of Jesus. We esteem the power in the resurrection of Jesus. We esteem the power in the name of Jesus, Yeshua. Over every aspect of this service this morning, we esteem the blood. Thank you for everything the blood can do. Thank you for everything the blood is potent to handle. All of those things shall be ours again this morning. And all of the glory shall remain yours forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Can I hear a louder amen please? Amen. We may please take our seats. Thank you. Hallelujah. Everything is changed. Nothing is the same. Everything is changed. Nothing is the same. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. How many people saw the banner for this service? You saw the banner. And what, what, what was the message on the banner? A clean slate. A clean slate. You know, it means uh, uh, that slate is ready for something. Many years ago, before the Windows uh, operating system took on color and became usable or user-friendly. Those were the days of this operating system. How many remember? 
MS DOS. And uh, there was something that will let you know that you could put your command or your instruction. What was it called? The C prompt. When you saw the C prompt, your screen was empty waiting for the next instruction. A clean slate is like that. A slate is a piece of wood that we used to write on many years ago when we started to learn how to write. If you hated your slate like I did, you are not likely to have a good handwriting like I don't. Hallelujah. I also did not like 2D exercise book. You know there was 2A. I remember 2A. Some people are too old, they've forgotten 2A. But there's somebody younger than me who can remember 2A. I may remember 2B. There was 2B. A generation is here, they are saying, what is he saying? I remember 2B. When we did tens and units, I thought that was the end of the world. And then one day, the teacher came and did 100 tens and units. I said, ah. But I saw that I survived. And then we graduated. We did LCM. I might remember LCM. What does it mean? Ah, you still remember? Praise the Lord. 2B. I remember 2B exercise book. Uh -huh. And then we did HCF. How many of you remember HCF? You went to school. Don't tell me you didn't go to school. You went to school. What's the name of HCF? We, have, we know book in this church. Everybody should become a teacher. Was there 2C? There was no 2C, but I remember there was 2D. Hey, that 2D was a problem. It had some funny, funny lines like this. And when you write letter G, you know the G must have a tail that will call up again and say, what's this? Hey? Letter J, you know, big letter, small letter. Big. I didn't like it. But see me today. But you know, people like us have been helped. Because the world has gone digital now, so you type everything now. Nobody needs to see your handwriting. But what am I saying? When the slate is clean, it is waiting for the next instruction. When the slate is clean, it is saying, right. It's saying, right. It's saying, right. Child of God, 2024 is a clean slate for you. It's saying, right. What are you going to write on your slate? That slate is clean. What are you going to write? Are you going to write favor? Are you going to write help? Are you going to write mercy? Are you going to write promotion? Are you going to write fruitfulness? Are you going to write victory? Are you going to write holiness and purity? Are you going to write impact and influence and dominion? What are you going to write? What I will write has nothing to do with what you will write. My own slate is different from your own slate. In fact, like you know, my handwriting is different from your own handwriting. And my race and my pursuits in 2024 are not the same as yours. Wife and husband, at some point, you must have the same pursuits, the same goals, the same desires. But do you know our walk with God is an individual walk? Even though, yes, we are one, but there are also places and areas where you have personal goals. Who is with me this morning? Clean slate. And new beginnings have ordered us the opportunity of 
being presented with a clean slate. And guess what? Today's slate will be different from tomorrow's slate. By the end of today, that slate is wiped away so that the slate can be fresh, waiting for the next instruction tomorrow morning. I'm speaking typologically. Who is with me up till now? The glory of the sun is one. The glory of the moon is another. The glory of the stars differ from star. One star differs from the other in glory. The same day, the same way, each day differs from the other in glory. There is a glory of God upon each day. There is a glory of God upon each time and season of our lives. So there can be a different experience per day in our lives. It is a factor and a function of what you are ready to do with your faith. Hallelujah. This year, be enterprising with your faith. This year, be bold with your faith. This year, be daring with your faith. When I say daring, I'm not talking about my dear. Be daring. Be adventurous. D-A-R-I-N-G. Be daring with your faith this year. Don't take anything that comes. If it is good, take it. Whatever is not of God, reject it. And tell it, never ever must you come here. Machine or baby more. Who is with me this morning? Arthritis comes and you say you are welcome. High blood pressure comes and you say sit down. Malaria comes and you say, well, you, you, you can take the dining seat. Nibo, where? Who is with me up till now, sir? Clean slate. Clean slate. Clean slate. Let's read a few scriptures and then we continue. We have said it's our year of new beginnings. And by the way, that is not a feel-good cliche. It's the reality of God's word unto us at this time. It's prophetic. It is coming by the inspiration of the Spirit of God. It's a declaration. It has to happen. You know something about the Word of God? The Word of God, once it is released, it keeps moving. And wherever the Word is received and accepted, it stays. Wherever the Word is not received or accepted in faith, it moves. It moves. That's why you have to take it. You have to take it. You have to take it. So if all you are looking at, my wife asked me yesterday, she said, has the president spoken? I said, he has spoken. She said, what did he say? I said, honestly, I don't know. But I saw a, a headline on New Year's Day that there was a presidential broadcast. What did he say? I said, I don't know. I didn't listen to it. But I know it is the same old thing. Praise the Lord. The economy will improve. We'll provide jobs. We'll make a living for the common man to be affordable. And so on and so on. Which man is not common? They say common man. Which man is uh, uncommon? Is it because uh, some are politicians and some are not politicians? So those of us who are not politicians, are any common? Which one is not common? Don't you see men everywhere? Don't you see women everywhere? I say common man. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So I know it's the same old story. If all, if all you are listening to is that one, this year will be difficult for you. But if all you are taking and believing is God's word, then you are ready to go on a trip with the Lord. Hallelujah. So let's read. So new beginnings. Not a cliche. It's a declaration of God's word. 
Isaiah 43, 16 to 19. This is what the Lord says. He who made a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters, who drew out the chariots and horses, the army and the reinforcements together, and they lay there never to rise again. The strength of men, with a wave of a hand, it destroyed them never to rise again. Extinguished, snuffed out like a wick. You know a wick? If you have ever used a kerosene lantern before, you know that thread that comes out that we light. That's the wick. Amen. Snuffed out like a wick. When you blow it out, that's it. Or a kerosene stove. You know kerosene stove. <laughs> it has that wool. That, that's the wick. See, I am doing a new thing. Who is doing it? He says, see. He's calling our attention. See. You better take heed. See. I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Because it had not been before. It has to spring up. It was unknown before. It was unseen before. It was not visible before. It is springing up. Hallelujah. Now, it springs up. When is it springing up? When is it springing up? Okay, for you, when is it springing up? Now. So for me, now, is it springing up? Now. And he said, do you not perceive it? If you did not perceive it, Two days ago, three days ago, by now you should have perceived it. Because it is everywhere. These new beginnings that they are talking about, somebody must start to listen, you know, I think by now you should perceive it. I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. I am making a way in the wilderness. I am making a way in the wilderness. I am making a way in the wilderness. You know what I see there? I see the one whose name is I am. Mm, I am. Not I will be, not I was, I am. I like to say I is. Is I am because he, 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 is, he is. He is the rewarder of them. He is. Hallelujah. I am. I am that showed Pharaoh, Pepe. I am that introduced himself to Moses. I am. Moses said your name, so I said tell them I am. I am. I am the one making a way in the wilderness. I am. The one causing streams to flow in wastelands. A wilderness, you see, Old King James, is talking about a desert. What do you see in a desert? Sand. Everywhere is sand. There is no way. No, everywhere is way in the, in the desert. True or false? I've been to the desert before. If, if not Sahara Desert, at least we, everybody that has been to Dubai, you know desert. When you go on safari ride, don't do as if you've not been there before. You'll be eating low. There are some faces I know. You saw desert. You could scoop the sand. If you wash you, it was a problem. Am I right or wrong? People are not answering me. Let me mind my business. But he said he's making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland, in the waste places. So what you termed wasteland, God has a plan for it. What you have termed useless, the Lord is bringing beauty and glory out of it. So as far as Elohim is concerned, nothing is dead yet. That dream is not dead yet. That vision is not dead yet. Ha! That, that plan, that project is not dead yet. Because he's causing streams to flow. In the wastelands. Hallelujah. 
Oh, glory. Isaiah 42 and verse 9. See, the former things have taken place. See again. Everything in the past, the former things, they've happened. Uh-huh. And new things I declare because it's now a clean slate. And before they spring into being, I announce them to you. So the Lord is speaking at the beginning of the year. Before things begin to unfold in the course of the year. Before they spring forth, I announce them unto you. Why? He's the one who declares the very end right from the beginning. It is consistent with his nature. It is consistent with his character to do that. See, the former things have taken place and new things I declare. And before they spring into being, I announce them to you. Finally, Revelations 21. Revelations 21. Uh, let's read um, verse 5. Revelations 21 verse 5. It says there, I want to read that from the Amplified Classic. It says there, And he who is seated on the throne said, See, I make how many things? See, I make how many things? I make all things. All things. The only one who made everything is the only one who can make all things new. The only one who made is the only one who can remake. Hallelujah. The only one authorized or who carries the authority to make and to remake is the one talking. As far as men are concerned, in our might and ability, there's no guarantee of success. I remember when the new CBN governor was appointed. How many people hailed that that guy is good? Yes, he's good, he's good. When he was finance commissioner, he performed and so on and so on. We hailed. The week he was appointed, if you know what happened to dollar, that week, it started rising, it started climbing. I thought I was dreaming. It started climbing. It started climbing and it was going. I said, where is he going? I thought the new governor is there. And they said, don't worry, Nigerians, everything. There's $10 billion that is coming in. There's going to be an inflow. Remember $10 billion. Remember that story. Why are we... You don't remember when government said $10 billion inflow was coming in and that that will stabilize the foreign exchange market? Nobody's talking about the $10 billion anymore. Because dollar no grill, that is the best that man's effort can make. But the one who made all things said, I'm making all things new. I'm making all things new. So he said, see, I make all things new. Also he said, record this, for these things are faithful. And the Amplified goes on to say, accurate, incorruptible, trustworthy, and true, genuine. So the one speaking is the one who carries integrity, whose words are accurate, whose words are trustworthy, whose words are genuine, they are the truth, amen. He cannot lie. So a clean slate, indicative of new beginnings. It is not our year of new beginning. It is our year of new beginnings. Some people have a problem with letter S. They don't know the difference between singular and plural. For this year, don't have that problem. Understand it is about new beginnings and not new beginning. It's not my own year of new beginning. It's my year of new beginnings. Because there's going to be new beginnings on several fronts. 
in several areas in everything that concerns Tolu Alokwe. Thank you for saying amen. Hallelujah. I thought you should have said yours too. Praise God forever. Huh. New beginnings. Peter had always been with Jesus. James and John, the sons of Zebedee, had always been with Jesus. Thomas, Philip, Andrew, Bartholomew, they had all been with Jesus. They saw the miracles that Jesus performed. There was a day he sent them out in twos. They also did miracles and they came back and said, Master, ah, things happened today on the field though. Even demons were subject to us in your name. He said, do not rejoice because of that. He said, rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Ah, they said, this thing is good, man. So we are, we are the latest, we're the latest guys in town, happening guys in town. And so one day they were moving, moving in convoy. And a woman, Greek, Syrophoenician woman, and she, she came, she was disturbing them. They said, okay, let's send this woman away. She's disturbing us. Disturbing us because they were now part of the happening guys, you know. Yes, we are, she's disturbing us. She said, go, 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 go. The woman said, oh God, please have mercy on me. We remember that story. They were the happening guys. They saw miracles. They saw signs. They saw wonders. But one day, Jesus left. And when he left, initially, before his final departure, Peter went back to fishing. Say, I know myself. I cannot come and go and kill myself. I know what to do. Once a fisherman, always a fisherman. He went back to fishing. And then Jesus appeared. Children, have you caught anything? They said, who is talking? And then Peter said, ah, it is master, it is Oga. And he swam almost naked to the shore. Remember that story. Thereafter, he began to appear to them for another 10 days. And finally, he descended in full view. Luke captured that. It, or he ascended in full view. Luke captured that. Ha! Ah. And Acts chapter 1. He said to them in verse 8, But you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you and shall be witnesses unto me. They say, Ah! So he has gone. It was like the close of a chapter, the end of everything. But they did not know that chapter 2 was coming. He had told them. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I do not go away, the comforter, the paracletus, the helper will not come. But when I go, I will send him to you. <laughs> he said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come unto you. But they didn't understand. So in Acts chapter 1, they felt everything was over. They did not know Acts chapter 2 was coming. In Acts chapter 2, it was a strange experience. One day, they sat in a place together, huddled together, out of fright. They were afraid because they had boasted when Jesus was around. Ah, those guys had, had said things when Jesus was alive. They attacked the establishment when Jesus was alive. You know, so the establishment was now waiting for them. Now that Jesus had gone, they said, hey, hey, where is that one they called Peter? You are the most mounted among them, we will show you. They all hid in the upper room. And then something happened. The sound of the rushing wind. They saw cloven tongues like fire. You know, it came upon them in the place where they were seated. They were in seclusion. They weren't in an open place. So it was strange that that kind of experience could locate them where they were. Ah! 
And they began to speak in dialects that they never knew. It was the time of the feast of Passover when people would come from other parts of the world to observe the Passover. Those who were Judaists and those who were proselytes, converts to Judaism, they all came from different nations of the world, but who were Jews or had Jewish connections, and they had their local languages that they spoke. If you were born in Ibadan, you can speak Yoruba language, but you could be born in Ibadan, and yet you are from Edo State, and you can speak Isha, you can speak Benin language, you can speak Edo language, praise the Lord, and you can still speak uh, Yoruba language. Amen. <laughs> you could be born in Ibadan, and you are from Anambra, or from Imo, or from Abia, or from wherever. Even those born in Ibadan who are from Southwest, Ijebu people understand Yoruba, but they can speak the Ijebu language. That was what happened that day. The disciples began to speak the dialects of the people around. Yet they were all Galileans. I've said this many times. Palestine in the days of Christ had three regions. The northern region, the central region, the southern region. Galilee was northern region. Samaria was central. Judea was southern region. Now they were from the north. Jesus hailed from Judea, but his base was northern region, Galilee. Amen. So the only apostle of Jesus that was from Judea was the one that that betrayed him, Judas Iscariot. The other 11 were from Galilee. So that day, if you read your Acts chapter 3 very well, the, the people said, ah, how come we are hearing them speak in our dialect? All these men are Galileans. How are they speaking the language of the Parthians, the Medes, people from Cappadocia and so on, different parts of the Middle East? How come we are hearing them speak our language? It was a strange thing. It was a new thing. It was a new beginning. Hallelujah. And Peter, don't forget, 50 days prior, had denied Jesus. Peter had said, I don't know him. Three times he denied him. The same Peter now stood up and was bold. What happened? An encounter with the Holy Ghost had happened. It was the beginning of new beginnings. That was the beginning for Peter. That was the beginning for the church. That was the beginning of new beginnings for the Christian faith, for the New Testament believer. Peter stood up in boldness and he said, these men are not drunk as you suppose. This is that which Joel prophesied that in the last days I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your young men will prophesy. Your old men will dream and see visions and so on and so on. He said, this has been spoken. Ha! He now said to them, he said to them, he said, Jesus, that you guys crucified, he's the one, he's the one that is making all this happen. They said, what must we do? He preached to them. He said, repent and be saved. How many people got saved that day? 3,000 people. 3,000 souls. Peter, the coward. Peter, the betrayer. Peter, the weak. Peter, the one who was downcast. Peter, the one who had disgraced Jesus or who had, you know, denied Jesus. Now had a clean slate. And Peter said, this is what Jesus said. Do you know it wasn't only 3,000 souls that got saved that day? Many signs, many wonders happened on that day. And it wasn't only Peter that was used. All of them there that had the encounter with the Holy Ghost were used. Let's read. Let's read. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 4. 
38 to 43. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Then they that had gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. The four square gospel. Four things are mentioned there. That's where the four square church got their name from. Number one, apostles' doctrine, the word. Number two, fellowship. Number three, breaking of bread, holy communion. Number four, prayers, the four square. Now, 43. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. Many wonders and signs were done by them. Now, Jesus was no longer with them physically, but see what was happening. It was the beginning that brought about new beginnings. Hallelujah. May you have an experience that is different from what you had known before. Praise the Lord. Peter saw a dimension of glory he had never seen before. This year, you will see a dimension of glory that you have never seen before. Hallelujah. That day, Peter, Peter could testify that this was different. This year, you will testify that this is different. The same things, the same processes, the same procedures, the same methods, in the same office, in the same business will yield results that you had never recorded before. Hallelujah. That, that was what happened but I took an encounter with the Holy Ghost. So make sure, make sure this year you partner with the Holy Ghost. Make sure you partner with the Holy Ghost. Help me tap your neighbor and say, can you hear that? Tap, tap, tap the neighbor. Tap. You didn't tap. Tap before you say I say, this year, partner, tap, eh, tap, tap your neighbor. Tap your neighbor. Eh, it's possible your neighbor is dozing. When you tap your neighbor, your neighbor, I didn't say hit your neighbor, tap, lasso. That's right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we have said, new beginnings, clean slate, fresh start, different experience, a new order. That was a new order in the life of Peter that day. Because uh, miracles, signs, wonders broke out everywhere. May we have the same in the name of Jesus. Now, why are we talking about new beginnings? Who needs a new beginning? What makes new beginnings relevant? Number one, the weary. You are tired. You've been running and running. You need new beginnings. Hallelujah. You've been tired. You've tried many times. Now you are tired. You don't feel like continuing anymore. You need a fresh start. You need a clean slate. Nigeria can tire somebody. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. When every house is a local government, when your transformer gets destroyed in the neighborhood, that's when you will know that you are the government. Hallelujah. You now gather together. You raise money to buy transformer. After you buy the transformer, you must raise money to go and come and get them, to come and install the transformer, and so on and so on. At times... One day in our neighborhood, they say we want to change our source of power supply. They say we want to change from Ashi, we want to change to something, Islamic, something, one. I said, ah. when did we become government that we are changing where power is coming from? But that is the reality of Nigeria. Nigeria can tire you. At times you are driving, you see a long fuel queue and you are wondering, it's fuel scarce again. You know in the past we will know there will be notice that fuel will be scarce. These days no notice. So you just see people queuing, queuing, queuing. And if you are not careful and you join the queue, you, when you get to the front, you see a place where there is no queue. Has it happened to you before? Uh. <laughs> so the weary, the weary need new beginnings. Let's read the scripture, Isaiah 40 and 28. Have you never heard 
Have you never understood? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of all the earth. He never grows weak or weary. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. He gives power to the weak. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Even youths who are young will become weak and tired. They become uh, 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 weak because they have exerted energy. And young men will fall in exhaustion. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. Those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. It is not the strength they lost that shall be given to them. It is new strength. Strength they never had before. That's the meaning of that. They're given new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. New beginnings. The weary need new beginnings. What did Jesus say? He said, come unto me, all ye that labor. Let's read that in the New Living Translation. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 11, from verse 28. Then Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary. I like that word, weary. All of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. When you enter your rest, that's another new beginning. Several beginnings, several new beginnings, you know. Another new beginning. When you enter your rest. May you enter your rest this year. May you find rest in what you do this year. Hallelujah. May you enter rest. Praise the Lord. Ah, I feel like going ahead of myself. It's okay. Some of us will have to diversify this year. Some of us will have to change direction. Hallelujah. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? Some of us will have to change what we do this year. Some of us will have to reposition this year. Hallelujah. For some, it's simply realignment. Realignment, you are still on that track. You are now coming back to that same track. But when it is to diversify, you are leaving that track, facing another track entirely. Some have to do that. Listen to the Holy Ghost. Let him direct you. Hallelujah. Let him direct you. Praise the Lord. Let him direct you. Somebody was an estate valuer, estate surveyor. And then her uncle, who was an industrialist of notes. I won't mention his name because some are here who will know him. He's now late. Called her. That was her uncle, her father's older brother. Called her and said, we are having family function, uh, 1st of January. And the family is a very large one. And I want you to handle the catering. And she said, but I'm an estate severe. She said her sister was pushing her. Say yes, say yes, say yes, sister. It's okay, yes, say yes. So she said, yes, sir. I can't, because the man was talking to her on the phone. So she said, yes, sir, I can handle it. She said, okay, that's good. And so she got the contract, family contract. Don't despise family. And stop fighting with people in your family. Some people in their family, it's fight, fight, fight. I have a very good friend. He comes here during our anniversary. He's a senior friend of mine. He's over 70. And he said, he, he was an only child of his mother. And growing up, his mother said, don't you ever relate with those other ones. That is, his half-siblings. Don't relate with them. You know how it is in some polygamous homes. Don't relate with them for no reason. Don't, don't, don't. You know, you are the only one I have. He now said, he now looked at himself that, who will be at a disadvantage in the family? He that is just one. He doesn't have another sibling. So if they gang up, he will be the only one that everybody will gang up against. He said he didn't listen to his mother. He said he made sure they were his friends. And he was older than them. So he said, when it was time for them to start going to school, he educated practically all of them. Sent them to school, got them jobs and so on and so on. And all of them are doing well, you know, in different places in life today. When he turned 70, he said, Pastor, 
pastor. Ah. He said, I burst into tears. He said, they, brought me, they bought me a brand new SUV. He said, he said, I'm not suffering. I have cash. I don't need it. He said, he said, we know what you have done for us. We can't forget you. They bought him a brand new SUV. Hallelujah. He said he was bringing it to me to come and dedicate for him. Praise the Lord. A brand new SUV. Those were people that his mother, his mother died many years ago. She had gone many years ago. If she had fractured that relationship between himself and his siblings, and she succeeded way back, she, she would have gone long ago, but the problem wouldn't have left. A problem, not the finish. For some families. Are we getting what I'm saying? That's how this lady started catering business. So somebody ate the food at that family and began to recommend 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 and began to recommend. And guess what? Today she has a brand, a catering brand. She was doing that when she was in paid employment as a chartered estate surveyor. After a while, she was relieved of her responsibilities in the organization where she worked. And she said, it's no big deal. I've been making money outside the organization from time. So she continued that one. And she has a seal. She has a professional seal. She has a professional qualification. When jobs come in professionally, she does those ones. And when jobs come in on vocation level, because catering is vocation level, she does that one. Listen, her husband died. It is not even facing her. We don't need to be contributing money to pay her children's school fees because she's comfortable. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of us have to listen to the Holy Ghost and diversify this year. Hallelujah. Some of us have to listen to the Holy Ghost and add something along the line of what you are doing. Ah. There's something called a lost leader. See, when you have uh, maybe three products that you produce, that you manufacture, that you sell, you know, one of them could be the one that people know. And there are two others that people do not know. But the one that people know does not bring you profit. In fact, you sustain losses from selling that one. But because that is the one that people know, you remain in production for that one. The ones they don't know bring more profit. But because they have known you with that one, you now begin to introduce these other ones to them. And they just buy a few. They buy a few. Let me explain it better this way. I have a, um, a brother. He's my younger brother. He's like my son. Praise the Lord. He works in the aviation industry. He's the last born of my wife's um, siblings. He's the last. But he's like my son. When, when our father passed on, he was just six or seven years old. That was six or seven years old. In, in 1986. So, primary one was in primary one. So, there were days I'll be the one to go and pick him up from school in primary school. He went to Mary Hill. He went to FGC learning, visiting day. I'm the one that will go to learning to go. Ah, brothers that want to marry, where are you? Ah, you must be ready for work. I was doing all that because I didn't want Sister Bolanley to go. See, you understand? So, and daddy was dead. You, you understand? And mommy needed help. So I became de facto father. So, Dio, some people are here who know him. You know, Dio told me, he said in aviation, he said, Daddy, uh, he said, uh, Pastor, he said, there are days if we sell one seat in first class, it, 
we can fly the we can afford to fly the plane with nobody in the economy. If you sell one first class, talk less of having two people in first class, not business class, or first class, or three people in business class. He said, all those people in the economy, well, token, they, they are not up to. In fact, he said there is no profit on the flight. When economy is full and you'll be pressing on each other, somebody is pulling, somebody, you know, you know how it is in economy. Ah, may God deliver us, you know. When everybody is full in economy, and, and some people are even posing, you are in economy, you are posing. They bring, they bring out their phone, they are taking picture. See me chilling. You don't know that it's lost. You are not, they are not bringing profit to the airline. But it is because you've been flying economy, you are now thinking, you passed through first class, you saw what they were serving them. Somebody says she got an upgrade one year to first class. And uh, they came, they said, we want, we want to do pedicure for you and money. Because she said, no, 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 don't worry. Because she didn't pay, she got an upgrade. And she felt they might charge her for the pedicure. She said, no, no, don't worry. They said, well, do you want this? They said, oh, no, 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 so, no, I don't want but she said she was watching. You know Nigerians are very smart. She said she was watching. The person they did pedicure for, did the person pay? Kumasongo. Ah. The one did not come back to ask for money. The one they offered something, she ate it. They didn't come back to ask for money. She said she now called somebody and said, eh. <laughs> please. And they said, oh, we are almost landing. <laughs> So don't discount the lost leader because that lost leader is going to attract others and there shall be profit in other areas. I don't know whether I explained it well. Hallelujah. Let's read on. The weary. So who needs a new beginning? Those who failed in the past. You failed in the past. You tried, you failed. You tried, you failed. You tried, you failed. You say, I'm fed up. And I'm not doing it anymore. Ah, you don't give up. Amen. The fact that you failed in the past means you have another opportunity to try again. Try. Try again. Imagine, you, when David got to Ziglag in 1 Samuel 30, Pastor Leo was sharing about that sometime last week. He got to Ziglag, everything he had worked for in his life was gone. His wife's gone, their children gone, all the 600 men with him, their wives, their children, their property, everything gone. Everything gone. And men of war began to wail. They were wailing, they were crying, they were wailing. If they chose to stay there, that would have been the end of it. And David said, ah, there must be a solution. Give me an effort. Get me the word of God. And Pastor Lea said, uh, they did not take the effort. The people that stole everything did not take the effort. They thought that was useless, but that was their undoing. God's word is the answer. God's word always is the solution. Get a word and get a revelation. Praise the Lord. You will know what to do with the word of God. Hallelujah. He got a word and the word said, pursue. He said, without fail, you will recover all. You will overtake, you recover all. And that was what happened. So they left where they were and they went after them. So don't say, because you failed, you're not going to try again. They recovered everything. So those who failed in the past, look at the story of Peter in Luke chapter 5. I don't have time. You know, Jesus used his boat. And after using his boat, he said to Peter, launch out into the deep. Let down your net for a drought. Launch out into the deep. Peter said, oh God, we've toiled all night. We caught nothing. And you are not a fisherman. You don't know about fishing anyway. We, we know your father was a, a carpenter. You know, so if you have any uh, training, it's in, it's in carpentry. It's not a live fish business for us. But he said, nevertheless, at thy word. So the only motivation you have for going back, for not giving up, is the word. He said, nevertheless, at thy word. And what happened? The Bible says, one tradition says, 
they enclosed uh, such a great multitude of fish, they had to beckon to their partners <laughs> from nothing to being a blessing to others around you. <clears throat> it, it, it was another new beginning. Because Peter had never seen that before. It had never happened like that before. For their boats to begin to sink because of the catch of fish, for their nets to begin to break because of the catch of fish, that had never happened before. He had to quickly beckon to other boats nearby. Come and help us. Let's do this thing together. May it be more than you. I said, may it be more than you. May that vision be more than you. May that dream out, outlive you. Hallelujah. If you are doing it for yourself alone, so that it's just you and your wife and your children, and then once you are done, everything. No, 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 no. You, you don't understand living. Living is about building legacies. What are the legacies we are leaving behind? Amen. So those who have failed in the past, don't forget those who have failed in the past. If the woman with the issue of blood decided to remain in misery and pain and bitterness because she had spent everything she had on experts and so on and she was nothing better, she could have given up and said, forget about it, it's not working. That woman had that choice. But when she heard about Jesus, the regular translations will say, for she said to herself, or for she thought, if I may touch the hem of his garment. But one day, we read from Berean, Berean study Bible. That one says, for she kept saying to herself, she kept saying to herself, if I may but touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made of. She kept saying to herself, again, words, 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 words. She kept saying, what have you been saying to yourself? Whatever you've been saying to yourself from God's word, keep saying it. Don't, don't stop saying it. So we're talking about new beginnings. Keep saying it. For she kept saying to herself, if I may but touch the helm of his garment. And she did. And in the ministry of Jesus, Jesus had never seen that kind of miracle too before. I mean, the way the Holy Ghost walked through him. He stood still. He said, somebody touch me. How many times do we have that recorded in the Bible where it says Jesus stood still because somebody touched him? He stood still because somebody touched him. He said, who touched me? For I perceive power, virtue come out of me. Who touched? It was such a tangible flow from him. Ah, they say, oh God, nobody touched. Everybody's touching you. They say, I know what I'm saying. Somebody touched me. Her own touch was different. Who needs New beginnings, those who seek God. God's seekers new, need new beginnings. Lamentations 3 from verse 20 says along the line that uh, it is of the mercies of the Lord that were not consumed. His compassions never fail. His love is new every morning. And great is His faithfulness. His love is new every morning. Anytime you seek God, Jeremiah said in Jeremiah 23, maybe we should read that. Jeremiah 23, I'll read from verse, um, we know verse 11, but let, let's do uh, from verse Um, yeah, I'll be with you in a short while. From verse 13, Jeremiah 29, Jeremiah 29, I beg your pardon. From verse 13, and you shall seek me and find me. We are familiar with verse 11, Jeremiah 29, 11, 4. I know the thoughts that I think towards you, thoughts of peace and not of evil. But verse 13, and you shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart. When you find him, you find newness. When you find him, you find new beginnings. Hallelujah. When you find him, you find new experiences, new encounters. Why? His love is new every morning and great is his faithfulness. Praise the Lord. Can I remind us again 
about the throne room and the worship going on at the throne room in, Re in Revelations. Revelations 4, Revelations 4, Revelations 5, and so on. You know, the divine one, almighty God, Elohim, seated on his throne from which peals of lightning and thunder are rolling out. And then the four living creatures surrounding him. And then the 24 elders on their own thrones with their own crowns in their hands. And they never stop saying, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. You know, and uh, they have been saying that since eternity past. And they are saying it up till now. And they will keep saying it till eternity future, unending eternity. Why must I be repeating the same thing? Won't monotony set in? Hallelujah. Doing the same thing, doing the same. Won't it get monotonous? Why do you think some of us keep reading the same Bible? I'm a very young person. But I've been, I've been reading the Bible as a committed Christian for not less than 35 years or 37 years, something like that. Reading the Bible as a committed Christian. Not, I will read today and I will not read for another three days. There are some people here. The only day they will look at the Bible is today. The other day will be next Sunday. Praise the Lord. Mm -mm. But you must leave that level. Amen. And let the word of God be your life, your very life. Breathe it, live it, eat it, drink it. Hallelujah. Ah, he doesn't have a choice. If he's a pastor, he must read. Uh -uh. The reading of preaching is not the same reading as in that of a child of God. If he's a preacher, he's first a child of God before he's a preacher. Praise the Lord. In actual fact, one is much more important than the other. Being a child of God is much more important than being called into ministry. I hope you know. I hope you know. Uh, primary school, oh, important. In fact, if you don't do one plus one, you can never do 2x plus 2x. Praise the Lord. 1 plus 1 is the foundation for 2x plus 2x. Ah, in my secondary school, they fought. Those in form 2, they told us how they fought the master in form 1. When he said uh, x plus x, they said we know 2 plus 2. We know 5 plus 5. We know 10 plus 10. They say x plus x. They say it's not possible. So the man now said it is possible. They say it's not possible. They say, okay, if I have one apple, and I have another apple. How many apples do we have? Say this, that one is simple. That one is true. And he says, who told you X is not an apple? So it was an apple that solved the problem for them. So when we had, okay, so we now said, okay, we'll survive. Amen. If without one plus one and that foundation, you can't have two X plus two X. My work with God personally is much more important than my work for the sake of ministry. If I am not a child of God, I can't be called into ministry. Praise the Lord. Okay, let's go on. So those who seek the Lord, those who seek the Lord are those who qualify for new beginnings. Are you a God seeker? Does your heart long after the Lord? The psalmist says, as the deer panted after the water brooks, so does my soul long for you, O God. Are you like that? Are you seeking the Lord every day of your life Then you qualify for new beginnings Because the more you seek him The more you will encounter him The more you seek him The more you will behold his glory Hallelujah Seek the Lord Seek the Lord Seek the Lord And some of us are not tired of seeking the Lord Because uh, there are new things There are new things As I was studying my Bible this morning 
I have a place where I put my revelation notes. You know, as I was studying again this morning, two verses jumped out at me. And I, and I had, you know, put some annotations against each of those verses before. And I looked. It was the fresh revelation I caught that was, I said, ah, again, I put it back in my revelation notes. Amen. And I was excited about it. Every day we can get excited in the world. Every day we can learn new things. We can see new things. We can hear new things. Amen. So it doesn't get monotonous. Hello, church. So the 24 elders is not getting monotonous. Why? Whenever they bow and they raise their head, what they see again is another dimension of glory that they did not see before they just bowed. And so again, in worship, they bow down. And then they see another one, again, another dimension of glory. They say, ah, and then they bow. It's been going on like that from eternity past. It will continue to eternity future. Hallelujah. New every morning. New every day. God does not live in time. It lives in eternity. Amen. It lives in eternity. So those who seek the Lord, those who seek the Lord, they will find the Lord. Amen. Let's read Jeremiah 29, 13. And you shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart. And I will be found of you, saith the Lord, and I will turn away your captivity. And I will gather you from all the nations and from all the places where I have driven you, saith the Lord. And I will bring you again into the place whence I caused you to be carried out away captive from. In other words, he was saying, I will give you new beginnings. When you seek me, you will start afresh. When you seek me, you have a fresh start. When you seek me, you have a clean slate. When you seek me, it shall be a new order. Seek him. Hallelujah. Ah, keep seeking him. Don't stop seeking him. So seek him in the morning. Seek him in the afternoon. Seek him at night. Amen. Seek him from his word. Seek him in worship. Seek him with prayer. Seek him with fasting. Seek him with studying the Bible. Seek him when you gather with other believers to fellowship. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let not the... The, the heart of men fail within them where it comes to seeking the Lord. Guess what? It's the place of renewal of strength for some of us. At times you pray and your strength comes back. Does it happen to you like that? I'm talking of physically. You, you are weak. You've exerted energy and so on and so on. And at the place of prayer, your strength is renewed again. Amen. It's like you never did anything. Praise the Lord forevermore. I said praise the Lord forevermore. As seekers are finders. And it's at the place of seeking the Lord that solutions come. Amen. Oh, solutions come. Answers come. At the place of seeking the Lord, answers come. Hallelujah. Promotion comes at the place of seeking the Lord. Many years ago, many years ago. You, you, you know, yes, I was in professional accounting practice, but I was also a trader many years ago. Hallelujah. I have many parts. Amen. There was a time I was running a toilet roll factory. Amen. I even, the band saw, that's what we used to cut logs of, of, of toilet roll. Cut my finger, you know, at some point in time. The sky is there. You know, and uh, it got infected. Anyway, there was a time I was toilet roll manufacturer. I manufactured toilet roll, you know, produce it, put everything inside the car, and go and sell. My customers were in uh, Polytechnic Ibadan, UI, Belo Hall, uh, KS Motel, they were my customers. There was a time I was selling alcohol or tea. Praise the Lord. My aunt, of blessed memory, was a distributor of United Distillers and Vintners, UDV. The factory was at uh, Songwater. Black and white uh, whiskey, green and, green, wine, green and white whiskey, Nordic Lion, Schnapps, and so on. Lake Country Wine, that, that company was, it was an American company, Joseph Seagram, that was the name of a company. And we were distributors, my auntie was a distributor. And my uncle must not know that we were making money. She, you understand. So, she would signal to me, we go and do delivery. Our customers were in Dubai. And so on. Yes, and we said we'll make money, you know. 
she will give me my share. She will. <laughs> the way some people look at me. I never drank, I didn't, I didn't like it. You know? <laughs> oh, let's, let's leave that. He will restore you. He will restore you. I remember the point now. The place of seeking the Lord is a place of revelation. So there was a time in my life, I had become a professionally qualified accountant then. I was in practice. But guess what? I was selling paper, photocopying paper. My uncle would import container loads into the country and the uh, majority of the guys in Lagos would, so the ones that were in Nevada, I would be the ones to sell. And one day, and, and the things were stored in my house, in the house where I was living. And I needed money, and I knew I would make money. But for a long time, customers were not coming. Customers were not coming. Buyers were not coming. Because we got to know around that time that, that some Igbo traders, you know, they, they brought in a lot, and there was a glut in the market. The prices fell. So nobody was asking. It was at the place of quiet time. This was 95 or so. At the place of quiet time, I was praying, I was praying. And I said, Holy Ghost, this uh, paper, that man needs money. I hope you know you can tell the Holy Ghost that you need money. Because some people think the Holy Spirit is so spiritual, you don't bother him with uh, such things. You, you bother him with everything. He said, talk to so-so and so person. Ah. As I got to the office that day, I knocked on the door. I went to that person. I said, I said, uh, ah, and he said, you've not been saying this since, ah. I said, oh, wow, there is. How many? He said, supply 100. I supply 100 rims. That's, there's four, I think four or five in a box. A, a box of 100. And I was not owed money. Ah, <laughs> chama. I said, this thing pays. It pays to seek God. Amen. If you don't know how to seek him, your life will be a mystery. You'll be complaining and complaining. And there's a way to seek him. Seek him. Seek him in truth and spirit. Seek him. Seekers are finders. You want to have new beginnings? Have a hunger for God. Seek him. Praise the Lord. Seek him. When you seek him, you'll find him. Seek him. Praise the Lord. Seek him. Now, your new beginnings are premised on three things I want to say. Number one, take advantage of a covenant. Take advantage of a covenant. Take advantage of a covenant. You are a covenant child. If you are a born-again Christian, you are a product of the covenant. Take advantage of a covenant. I can put it differently. I can say leverage the covenant. When you put on after leverage, you, so you, you have, you've done, uh, you, you've murdered the grammar. So don't say leverage on. Leverage, because a, a Levi is on. Uh-huh. So leverage the covenant, or take advantage of a covenant. Praise the Lord. Take advantage. What do you think Ruth did? Amen. What do you think Ruth did? Ruth was a widow. Ruth was childless. Ruth was poor. And she had a poor mother-in-law. Both of them had nothing. They were below zero. But the power of the covenant, the blood connection, brought the change that Ruth desired. Hallelujah. So take advantage of the covenant. She found herself by divine providence in the field that belonged to their kinsman. She never knew. She was a Moabitess. She had no connection with Israel. Her race was cursed to the 10th generation. Her race was cursed. We remember we were talking about that at the crossover. Her race was cursed. So she had no access into what belonged to Israel. But she found herself there. Her husband was no more. 
she lived with her husband for 10 years. She didn't conceive for 10 years. So her case was a bad case. Are you, are you getting it? We don't know whether it was Marlon that was uh, sterile or whether it was uh, Ruth. Nobody's talking about sterility. Everybody's now talking about what God has done. So sterile or infertile or whatever story, see what God will do. Hallelujah. She took advantage of a covenant. Naomi said, where did you glean today? She said, in the field of a man called Boaz. She said, don't leave that place. That man is our kinsman. We have blood connection with that man. Don't leave. Hallelujah. So she didn't leave. Help me tell somebody, don't leave. <laughs> Look at her numbers and say, don't leave. Don't leave where? Don't leave Jesus' knee. We have blood connection with Jesus. The blood of Jesus is the connection we carry. Don't leave. When people are trying to suggest things to you, don't leave. When they say, is this Jesus you are waiting on? Say, yes, it's that same Jesus I'm waiting on. He will answer me, don't leave. She said, don't leave. She said, okay, he's going to be threshing his corn. We're doing his final harvest on social day. Go to the threshing floor. We don't have time. We'll have read. One tradition says, put on your best clothes. Put on perfume. Spray perfume. And then go to the threshing floor. And lie down at his feet in the middle of the night. And, uh, and stay there. He will tell you what to do. In the morning, after drinking and uh, eating and sleeping off, Boaz woke up very early in the middle of the night. And he saw a woman on the threshing floor. Who are you? He said, I'm Ruth. Ah, Iwani. You did not go to look for younger men. To you said, okay, 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 okay. I know what this means. Oh, thank God. Thank God for people who know. Naomi. Ruth needed Naomi. Oh. Ah, you need a Naomi in your life. Praise the Lord. You need a Naomi. You know who plays the role of Naomi? The Holy Ghost. It tells you what to do. It tells you how to do the permutations. And remember, permutation and combination. It tells you how to, four combination, three. It tells you how to do your permutation and your combination. The Holy Ghost, he will tell you. Naomi was the one giving Ruth. You know, Ruth was not a Hebrew. She didn't know the culture. Hallelujah. So she needed a Naomi. You need a Naomi in your business. You need a Naomi in your career. In your, you need a Naomi. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost. The person that gives you instructions, that tells you what to do. Anyway, ah, but I said, I understand. I under, I, I've decoded the message because it was a coded message that was sent to him by Naomi. Uh -huh. So uh, Naomi was, uh, Ruth was the proxy, you understand? Uh -huh. He said, there is another kinsman who is closer than I am. I will tell him if he says no, Know that I will marry you. And that's exactly what happened. Because whoever took um, Ruth must take the liabilities of the estate of her late husband and her late father-in-law. And that one said, mm -mm, I want the assets, but I don't want the liabilities. Life is about assets and liabilities. Because every debit must have a credit. Hallelujah. Interesting story. And finally, Ruth was now married to Boaz. And they had a son. A son. Ten years of marriage, no issue. But that had become story. Poor woman, now married to a man of prominence. Naomi, maybe they were managing half room. Half room, not even a full room. A young man told me a story. Let me quickly say it. 
He told me a story. He's a graduate of mechanical engineering, but today he's a tailor. He's a tailor. And his professor, his professor in school, who taught him in mechanical engineering, is one of his customers. He sues for his professor now. One day I met the professor, I said, ah, and you know, in Davis, <laughs> and that was his, his lecturer, you know. It was a, that professor was a former VC in UI. Anyway, let's leave that. He said, when I married my wife, I told her, I have prospect, too. I have future, but can you manage? He said, the lady said, ah, what type of manage? He said, you know, I live in one room. We were married into one room. Ah, one room, okay. Yes, one room. One room. One room. So he said, Pastor, that one room, the sitting room, the sitting area, I barricaded it with one line. So our bed was in the other half. So anybody who came to visit us can sit in the sitting area in one room. They partitioned one room. He said the corridor was our kitchen. So everybody will know what you're cooking. You understand that setting? Ha. He said, Pastor, I told her, can you say you don't mind? He said, his wife said, I don't mind. He said, three months, I moved from that place into a two-bedroom place. And he said, today, the rest is history. He said, he now tells his wife, if you need 10 million naira, I'm ready to spend it on you. But he started from one room. My wife must not be looking at this. Anyway, she knows I don't have 10 million naira. That, uh, she, she, you understand? <laughs> so, so, don't say anything. As if she can't watch the thing again. At times we are, we are just foolish. Anyway, <laughs> praise the Lord. But see, we have to take advantage of a covenant. Ruth took advantage of it. And today, everything changed. The story changed. The story changed. And a whole book was dedicated in the Bible to a Moabites who should not have anything to do in the lineage of Israel. That's what God can do. Number two, don't give up. Never give up. Under any circumstance, don't give up. We are not of them who draw back onto perdition. We are of them who believe to the saving of a soul. Don't give up. You tried it once, it didn't work. Who says you can't try it again? Don't give up. Don't. Don't ever agree. When they say there's no way there, it's not working. Mm -mm. Don't give up. So don't forget, take advantage of a covenant. Amen. The blood sacrifice. Number two, don't give up. Don't ever give up. The woman with the issue of blood never gave up. She kept going. She kept going. Hallelujah. Don't give up. Do you know Naaman could have given up by the time he dipped into the river Jordan the third time and nothing happened? He could have given up. Boy, he did not. When did his skin change? The seventh dip. So the first time, no change. Second time, no change. Third time, no change. Hallelujah. Don't give up. Elijah began to pray. And he told Ahab, he said, Behold, I hear the sound of abundance of rain. So fasten your chariot and go, 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 go. So Ahab got on his chariot and he went. Because the prophet had said, rain will fall. But there was nothing the prophet saw. There was something the prophet had. There was nothing the prophet saw in the physical. But there was something the prophet had, H-A-D. What did he have? He had faith. So the prophet went on top of Mount Carmel and he cast his head between his knees and he began to pray, asking, the, he had committed the Lord. 
do you, do you know something? The faith in your heart is what God is obligated to honor. Can I say that again? The faith you carry is what God is obligated to honor. Hallelujah. Many times we initiate the process, not him. Ah, we are, we're equal here with Jesus. Many times we initiate the process, not him. If you initiate nothing, you get nothing. If you initiate pity, you get pity. Because something they are praying, but they are looking for people to pity them. You say, see, see you. You see me now? Is this not November? Did they, did they say no, uh, new beginnings? Maybe they said new beginnings in January. I'm, I'm the way I am. You think it's going to fall like that? Ah, the prophet came to King David. He said, the Lord said, he will build you a house. You will have an eternal dynasty. Yes, you, you, you will not fail to have a man on the throne of Israel. David was excited. He took that prophecy. Guess what? He went and prayed. He went and prayed that prophecy over his life. So that God will know that I have received it though. I'm in business. He still prayed. Amen. Amen. Ruth prayed. So don't give up. So Elijah did that. And he kept asking his servant, go and see whether there is a cloud. He was waiting for his slate to be clean. Pastor Loy. He was waiting for sea prompt to appear. So he cast his head between his knees. Go again and see whether there is a cloud. The servant said, Oga, there's nothing like cloud. Though. He continued praying. He said, go again. I don't know whether you heard the story about Bishop T.D. Jakes. One day they said his wife was to introduce him to come and preach. And the wife said, well, I want to introduce to you a man that I met many years ago. And shortly after meeting him, I had an accident and I was paralyzed, waist down. I couldn't walk again. And I was told that was the verdict for my life. And she felt, well, they would never marry. Because who would want to marry a crippled woman? But that she was surprised that he kept coming to check on her in the hospital. And uh, one day, he came to her and carried her off the bed and put her on the wheelchair and said, get up. So she said, of course, she was crippled. Her legs couldn't support her. She fell back into the chair. He said, okay, see you again. He went again and prayed. His place of prayer was called the cave. cave. He went and prayed in the cave again. He came again another day, put her in the wheelchair and said, stand. She stood. He put her back again. He went and prayed again. He came again another day, put her in the wheelchair and said, stand. She stood. He said, take a step. She couldn't take a step. See, I said, take a step. She couldn't take a step. Put her back. He went and prayed again. He came back again another day, put her in the chair. The wife was introducing him. Put, put her in the chair. Asked her to get up, she got up. Take a step. She took a step. You would have expected her to, him to say, take another step. Mm -mm. He said, sit down. Put her back. He went again. When he now came again, and I said, stand up. She stood up. Take a step. She took it. Take another step. <laughs> take another step. <laughs> she said, since then I've been walking. And that man finally married him. She said, that is the man I'm introducing to you today. Everywhere went ballistic. Uh, so who told you it is the first time? Who told you it has to be once? You are looking for magic. No, God does not walk like that. And if he chooses to walk like that, so be it. 
But if he's asking you to wait and to patiently endure as you are waiting and see things fall in place, one here, one here, he's the one calling the shots, let him run it the way he wants to run it. Who they run him? Now God they run him. Let me tell your neighbor, now God they run him. No be me, now God they run him. Hallelujah. And finally, be instant with the Holy Spirit. Be instant with the Holy Spirit. Be instant. You want new beginnings? Be instant with the Holy Spirit. Be sensitive to His voice. Be in agreement with the Holy Spirit. Be in partnership with the Holy Spirit. Every day, the Holy Spirit must be your friend. They say in Nigeria, police is your friend. That's neither here nor there. But let the Holy Ghost be your friend. That one, the Holy Ghost can't work against you. An equipment got damaged in church. We got a, a technician to go repair the equipment. And police people arrested him. And they said, where is the receipt? The guy said, ah, no receipt. It belongs to Vine Branch, Aquata. It is the church property, and uh, they asked me to repair it. They impounded the, this thing. Want... But I need from the office, went to the police. Ah, it's also, yeah, they say, huh? and if it is you, God. and these are people who know us here. They say, huh? and if it is you, God. Uh-huh. So, so what? It's our TV, it's the TV of the church. Somebody gave it to the church. They, oh, the person that gave it to the church. They called the person that gave it to the church. The guy came. He even knew one policeman there. And so on. They say, where is this? He had had it from when he was a bachelor. And he has moved houses many times. He can't find the receipt. Police is your friend. But the Holy Ghost is a friend that will not forsake you. So be instant with the Holy Ghost. You know what it means to be instant with the Holy Ghost? Instant coffee. How many people brew their coffee in church today? You are hearing me. How many people brew their coffee? You don't brew your coffee, especially in this part of the world. We don't brew our coffee. All the thing we take is instant coffee. Whether it's your regular Nescafe, it's very good. Or your Nescafe Gold, it's very good. Or your Maxwell House, it's very good. I'm a coffee lover. Amen, praise the Lord. But you don't brew your coffee. You take instant coffee. You pour the coffee in, in your mug or your teacup, and you add water, it becomes coffee, ready to drink. Uh-uh. That's instant. So when you are instant with the Holy Ghost, you are ready to go. Instant coffee, ready to drink. Instancy with the Holy Ghost, ready to go. He says, we are moving, we move. He says, we are staying, we stay. He says, we sit, we sit. He says, we stand, we stand. He says, we walk, we walk. He says, we waka, we waka. Hallelujah. Be instant with the Holy Ghost. Cultivate a relationship with him, in other words. So Jesus said to them, he said, cast your net on the right side. It was express. Because they are told all night they caught nothing. He said, cast your net, John 19. He said, cast your net on the right side. They cast on the right side. And... They enclosed great multitude of fish, 153. This time counted. This time they counted. 153. They said, wow. Wow. The Holy Ghost knows what we do not know. The Holy Ghost sees what we do not see. The Holy Ghost has might and ability that we don't have. So he's superior to us. Why not let's partner with him and see him take us from one level of glory, we can touch it, to another level of glory, to another level of glory, to another level of glory. And that will become a pattern in our lives. It becomes a pattern. And some will look at you and say, you must be an expert in what you do. And you now tell them, the Holy Ghost is the expert. I simply take instructions. I'm here to take instructions. And he does it. And he does it. And he does it. 
So may there be flourishing in our habitations. May there be thriving in our endeavors. May there be growth and increase and multiplication in all that we lay hands upon. May we have repeated encounters with the Holy Ghost. Encounter after encounter after encounter after encounter after encounter after encounter. May there be new beginnings in succession in our lives, in our fears, in our dreams, in our hopes, in our prospects, in the things we do in the name of Jesus. So that you are the ones making waves and you become newsmakers. Uh, may there be newsmakers from this house. Uh, may there be newsmakers from this house. You didn't say amen. I didn't hear your amen. And he wants to do something through your life. May you be a newsmaker. Brother, the Lord wants to do something. Touch my right hand. Just touch my right hand. In the name of Jesus. Let's stand to our feet. Give him praise. Give him glory. Give him honor. Give him praise. Give him glory. Give him honor. And tell him you are ready. You are ready to partner with the Holy Ghost. You are ready to take advantage of the covenant. You are ready to leverage the covenant. The blood covenant. The victory of the cross is the change maker. And is the game changer. And you are part of that victory. So new beginnings are guaranteed for you. So expect new beginnings. Desire new beginnings. Carry, carry a sense of new beginnings wherever you go. Become an unconscious. Be instant with the Holy Ghost. Never give up. Never give up. Never give up. Never give up. Don't ever stop trying. And don't let another person's experience discourage you from what you are doing. Face your God. Face your track. Face your assignment. And forge ahead. In the name of Jesus, forge ahead. I command every everlasting stone removed. Every everlasting stone removed. The women wondered, who will take the stone away for us? It was the third day. They wanted to go and anoint the body of Jesus with the spices in their hands they said who will roll the stone away for us before they got to the tomb of Jesus the stone had been rolled away the resurrection part of Christ had gone ahead of them there was no corpse in the grave anymore for he had risen as he said and I pray for you today therefore that Christ's resurrection power will precede you to your places of relevance. That the resurrection part of Christ will precede you to your places of operation. Yes, that the resurrection part of Christ will work things out in conformity with His will. Even for you in the name of Jesus, every everlasting stone is rolled away. Every reproach is cancelled. Every cross is neutralized by the resurrection part of Christ in the name of Jesus. Every blockage, every blockage, every biological blockage is unblocked today. Every biological blockage is unblocked today. Blockages uh, causing affliction, causing disease, uh, causing medical conditions uh, that are bringing shame and harm and reproach. I command them, remove today in the name of Jesus. Every spiritual blockage hear the word of the Lord the strangers shall be afraid and they shall come out of their close places 
with fear and trembling. You are strangers. Every spiritual blockage. I command you roll the way today in the name of Jesus. Divination and affliction. Sorcery and enchantment. Your power is broken and destroyed. Your backbone is crushed. Concerning the people of God. In the name of Jesus. So I release upon the house. The people in the house. The spirit of excellence. The spirit of distinction. Ability for clarity in hearing. In the name of Jesus. That you will hear clearly. You will see clearly. You will understand perfectly. In the name of Jesus. Grace to be instant with the Holy Ghost. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Father we say thank you. The Lord we say thank you. Talk to the Lord. I'm giving us time to talk to the Lord. You talk to him about yourself. You talk, it's not over yet. Uh -huh. The fact that you are over 70 doesn't mean you are, you are to be expecting death. No. You still have things to offer. You still have things to offer. You still have things to offer your world. You still have things to offer your world. So release yourself to the pathways of relevance and impact. Impact and relevance. Influence and dominion. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Even in old age they shall be fat and flourishing. Thank you Father. Fresh oil. Fresh oil. Fresh oil. Fresh oil. Fresh oil. Increase of revelation. Increase of strength. Increase of utterance. Increase in ideas. New concepts. New insights. New ideas. I receive. New concepts. New insights. New ideas. I receive. In the name of Jesus. Policies will favor you. Some people are here. Policies will favor you. Some people are here. I say policies will favor you. So they will, they will initiate a new policy just because of you. Guess what? For some of you, it won't be on the local scene. For some of you to be on the global scene. A window will open. It shall be your window. Seize that moment. Be sensitive enough to seize that moment. So you will not miss out on your visitations. Give him praise. Give him glory and honor. Thank him for what he has done. Thank him consciously. Thank him. Thank him for what he has done. Thank him. Praise him for what your status is changing this year. Somebody's here. Your status is changing this year. A new status. A new status. He's adding more feathers to your cap. He's adding more feathers. So you already had some, but that was not the best that God had in mind. You're on a journey. More feathers. Expect more feathers. Expect more trophies. Expect more wins. Expect more victories. Even this year. Again, new beginnings. On several fronts, new beginnings. In the name of Jesus. They will come to you and ask for counsel. And you will point them to the Holy Ghost. Yes, they will come to you and ask for counsel. And you become a consultant in your field. You become a consultant in your field. A consultant without formal training. But a consultant with Holy Ghost training. In that field. You become that consultant. And this is the year. And the moment and the season has come. When your prominence will be known. When the Lord will announce you with his hand. This is the moment. This is the season. And the hour has come. If you're in the house this morning 
and you want to surrender your heart to Jesus, you want him to be your Lord and your Savior, just raise your hand above your head. Everybody standing, all heads bowed, all eyes are shut. Just raise your hand above your head. I want to pray for you. I want to know who I'm to pray for. You want to give your heart to Jesus by yourself. You're saying, first Sunday in the new year, I'm coming to the Lord. I'm coming to terms with the covenant. Anybody like that? He will forgive you your sins. He will give you a new slate, a clean slate. A new beginning you will experience and that will give back to new beginnings in your life. I see your hand, my brother. Who else? You are coming to the Lord today and you are saying, accept me. It's my season. It's my time. My brother whose hand is up, can you say, Lord Jesus, today I surrender all unto you. I invite you into my heart as my Lord and my personal Savior. I will leave for you all the days of my life because you died for me thank you for today is my day and I enter into that new covenant with you and all things are made new concerning me in Jesus name, amen, I pray for him grace to run and to run at your speed I release upon him the power of the Holy Spirit to succeed in life and to victorious in life I release upon you you will run, you will not be weary. You will walk, you will not be faint. Thank you for testimonies of your faithfulness abound in his life. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. You can put the hand down, sir. Somebody will walk up to you and tell you what you must do. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate the Lord for all that he has done. You want to rededicate your heart to the Lord? You want to rededicate your heart to the Lord and you are here this morning? Just raise both hands up to heaven. Raise both hands up to heaven. And say, Lord Jesus, I'm all yours. You are all mine. I will serve you all my days. I will please you with my life. I will not run based on my own terms. I will live based on your terms. Help me, Jesus. Show me things I do not know. Grant me grace to stand. Thank you for your strength avails unto me. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. I appreciate the Lord for his work. Thank mm -hmm. you.